Okay. Those are my notes. What do you want to talk about? Mm. Anything specific? Nope. Just, yes, just wing it. Mm. <laughs> okay, let's start. Alright, welcome to the first episode of the Say You, Say Me podcast. Uh, yeah, my name is Elvin. I'm here with my roommate slash cousin, Jessica. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, so, how do you like living together so far? <laughs> it's actually so great. It's been two years and I uh, have no complaints, no regrets. It's actually... One of the best decisions I've made. Nice. So far. Thanks. So far. Me too. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what have you been doing during this whole quarantine thing? Well, mostly I've just been trying to figure out my path now because I've done the chef thing, like a restaurant. And when I realized that head chef is like the top of the top, I need to build again. So yeah. Uh, and actually the passing of when Kobe died, oh. a lot of people just like were, were talking about Kobe mentality and, yeah. or Mamba mentality actually. And I feel bad cause like, I didn't really know what that meant, but when, um, it was explained to me, it was like building again. It was like a non and or nonstop building of yourself. So yeah. it's like. It was like you get up to the triangle and then you build from the from the bottom of the triangle again and then you start again. So like I'm in that middle point. Yeah. And um, it's been challenging, obviously, because you witnessed everything. <laughs> and uh, I do like take your advice with like like uh, voicing out and analyzing a little bit more mm -hmm. and. Yeah, just me just making food is basically what I've been doing the whole time. And I think um trying to to dial it down is what I was always trying to do, but now I can just do whatever I want. Yeah. Basically. Cool. Yeah. So how about you? How's quarantining for you? Um at first I it was really hard just like not being able to see family and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would always visit my family, like see Ezra, my parents and everything every day. Now that I can't see them, kind of sucks. I mean, I do see them, but they're like from, from, from a distance, but mm -hmm. it's been hard. Uh, working from home has also been difficult, but I guess I've been getting used to it now. It's just yeah. not being able to see your friends and everything from work kind of sucks, but... Well, I mean, yeah. commute is the worst. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks even more now. I have to roll out of bed just to get to my desk. <laughs> Traffic must be, like, insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been, you know, it's been hard, but uh, I've been getting better. It's not as productive as it used to be, just because I know my bed's right there. Sometimes <laughs> I just lay down there. And I do think about work, but it's just... It makes me want to fall asleep too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like all about spacing. Like, yeah. Like you develop or you create like your own environment. Yeah. And you associate obviously like your one environment to what you do. Mm -hmm. And it's hard when you're in your comfortable environment trying to be productive. Yeah. So. Like that's why I've been like, I still get up almost at the same time as I would if I were now to drive to work and I 
shower and mm -hmm. everything do it almost the same routine and everything just um a little later like 20 minutes later because i'm not driving anymore yeah. uh and i tried it i still wear some more clothes except i'm wearing sweats now instead of <laughs> pants and jeans <laughs> casual friday uh, casual, every day casual friday day <laughs> friday day uh, <laughs> but it's like monday one day <laughs> trying to figure out what day it is too. uh yeah but like i mean it's I guess people are already have adjusted, and now we're gonna go back soon. Yeah, I know. What normalcy? It's like I wonder was. if everyone's scared to go back out. But I, don't I know. know I am because <laughs> sure. like because it's still out there. Yeah, like, you could still get infected. Yeah. So hopefully, people just don't take it as okay. Well, I cannot wash my hands anymore. No. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, like, I'll be washing my hands like a lot more yeah. when I go back out. Yeah, I think people from work. I'm not sure how we're gonna do it from work. If if some of us are gonna stay like decide to stay home or mm -hmm. go back to the office, I don't think our boss said anything. Mm -hmm. But I think we're still like a month away from that. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I think um, a lot of people are starting to prepare. So I mean, like. I just got asked to start training for coaching. Nice. Um, I know I told you that yesterday, but like, yeah, I'm just pretending for the audience. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, no. Remember, I told you I was like, okay, it's just front desk. Yeah. But then I was starting to read most of the documents, and it's coaching, like straight coaching, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm kind oh, of crap. overwhelmed. Little, have yeah. they like noticed that you've been coaching at fit <laughs> <laughs> maybe like they see that like i've dropped off like i haven't been doing zoom workouts there oh. but like i'll still participate my selfies and stuff but then yeah i have a reserve slot for my family or for fit because yeah. they're my fam um but obviously i guess when they saw that the latest improvement of like the quarantine workouts mm -hmm. um they were i guess that's what made them say like hey you should start training now mm. so i don't know i don't know if they've asked other people but like i know that well, were you the only one that applied for a job like before? um there was there was two other girls because rj was saying um when when we were at cultivation mm -hmm. for that filipino festival uh, he asked. He also asked me to be part of the success stories or whatever. And then he was like, "Oh, if you're interested, like we do have coaching available, but there's someone in front of you. So I wonder if that person just dropped off or just was not interested anymore. But he just handed me the books <laughs> and he's like, "Here you go, just read it." That's, like, didn't you say like at first you would you would need to work at the front desk? Yeah, or, like, that's, that's what I like a <laughs> kind of like an internship type thing. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Well, I guess he just wanted to get things going. Maybe some other coaches were not interested anymore. So mm. we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to learn still. And he gave me a due date, and then I also start my other course. Nice. So yeah, like I said, all over the place. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Fit Punset, do you want to talk about how that started? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it was it was with the Fat Pack Facts. <laughs> uh, if you guys want a little backstory mm. with that, 
Um, it's basically my um, our cousin or my cousin, Elvin's sister, um, Alinsi, and she was more um, wanting to get back on track. It was April first, I remember, because she was the one who requested, saying that she wanted to be more fit and she wanted to get back into workouts, um, especially because of the quarantine. So she, me, Kuya. I will call Kuya now because Alvin is my Kuya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we, all three of us, did a workout on Zoom. And then that's when she suggested, hey, we should um, add the other cousins in there. And also, Kuya Alvin wanted to add the cousins because he felt more like it was a group, or more motivating as a group thing. Yeah, totally. And then, so I mentioned it on Fat Tech Tech's group chat, and then it <laughs> got... Um, Kate going and Jam going and then we started using Kate's Zoom and then um, we invited people on our other group chat <laughs> which is Cabin Cousins so um, Elaine from Calgary was there um, or still is there Christine Simbula and Chacha Simbula and they mm -hmm. started to come in Casey of course from Case and Park our our uh, Family barber, <laughs> our success barber man, he is also part of a different uh, fit group called Fit Pack. Um, they're more with mobility, spirituality, and getting into more of like um, knowing your body mm -hmm. in terms of, um, I guess, getting in tune with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I've been wanting to try that, but uh, I'm still doing. I have a good thing with Fit Body. That's why. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The twelve, twelve week thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, like before, like there were so many things we were gonna do before yeah. this thing happened. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like we were forced to slow down a little and gauge where everything is. And I'm happy that we got came up with Fit Fun Sit. Yeah. And we're going strong still. Yeah, it's I'm like, like super proud of all of our freaking cousins. Yeah. Like they're working out almost every day. And like they're working out as much as we do. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, like it's been, yeah, so April 1st, April 26th today. So yeah, hopefully like even like when the quarantine is out, we could still do like some workouts here and there or even join each other's. Yeah. And <laughs> contact. Go to a park, maybe do something there. Oh, yeah. Frisbee. Wait, yeah. Or what is it? What's the professional term? Ultimate? Um, ultimate, yeah. <laughs> well, just do a Fit Punch It Ultimate Tournament. Whoa! <laughs> or Spike Ball. That's yeah. good too. I mean, that's, I, I love ball. Fit Punch It. It's, it also keeps me busy. And I know Ashley and um, Elaine were saying um, we see them more often, even though they're in Calgary. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, maybe we should be connecting with them more than mm -hmm. we, we do. I mean, you could talk to Ashley once in a while, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, when, when we were having our Easter dinner, Aline's like, can we still do this? Like, even when it's not... Yeah, <laughs> it's not quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should do, like, definitely, like... Um, I That's what I mean, is, like, the quarantine did help us in a way to get connected to the people who are yeah. farther than us. Yeah. Um, and even when we had people more or incorporating their workouts, like mm -hmm. Aline did 
her rumble workout on Saturday yeah, and I'm that was super fun. yesterday that was actually. Yeah. And I'm feeling it like <laughs> I I'm actually feeling it. It's <laughs> insane. So it's nice. It's nice to have that. Mhm. What else? Who knows if we should Is there anything else that anyone would want to I mean, Casey already did his mobility thing with yeah. us. Um Well, I know Lindsay is still on Zumba, like a real Zumba workout. She's been doing Zumba? She wants she wants to do a Zumba. Oh, I thought you mean she's Oh, been like doing she wants it. to teach. Uh, she wants to teach a Zumba class? I don't think so. But <laughs> Let's see I, that. Let's do that. <laughs> Lindsay, hello. We should try the Zumba. And she... Uh, I try to do dance workouts, but it's hard when sometimes when the music is delayed. Yeah. yeah. Can't really do anything with that. Um, I wonder if you need like a pre-recorded... No, nah, I wouldn't work a pre-recorded video. No. It depends on everyone's internet connection too, I guess. Because mm-hmm. like... Mine always gets cut out, even though me and Kuya have the same one, yeah. and it goes to not 5G, which is <laughs> why. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, well, like with, with, with what we did with Rumble, with Elaine, like, um, they would tell you what the move is and everything, yeah. and we just kind of catch up to it. I mean, I'm assuming Zumba would be almost simpler, yeah. uh, uh, similar to that. Yeah, I guess I could, we, me and, well, I need Alinti to help me, so mm. she's more of into it. Um, bring her here then. <laughs> More of her. <laughs> we're we're less than five. So yeah. Bring Tim. <laughs> then Tim can gain. Has has Tim worked out with us? No, yes. No, no, no. I don't think so. He only worked out with Elinti a couple times. Oh yeah, for, with, with her Fit Body. Fit Body, yeah. Yeah. But it's I'm glad. Like even Jam sent me sent Fat Packs a photo of her legs and her butt. <laughs> Although she looks oh, great and she feels like she's getting back to normal. <laughs> I mean, it's such a good win. Uh, Christine was saying that um, her mom noticed the change too, that she good. lost weight. And that's the goal. That's the goal is to like have other people make their own goals and see mm-hmm. if they can achieve that. Like, and then working out in general just makes me feel better, like happier. Yeah, I was at this house. Saying that she wants to restart her, um, she wants to restart the workout again because she's had so much energy doing it. Oh right, like yeah. after the core one. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, she was like, "Let's do it again." But then I was like, "Okay, let's do it." <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. Core workouts are core workouts are super hard to do because I don't know they hurt a lot, and if they don't, if they're not hurting, that means you're not really working it out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, um, I notice I even um, cardio. Like I can sweat. Like cardio is easy. Yeah, it can make you sweat. But yeah. like challenging yourself on core is just another level of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another level of um, gaining more strength. I guess. Yeah, and it's pretty much all just you're like no, there's no weights or anything. So it's just all yourself pushing it. And like when you have a weight, it feels like you're. You have a goal, I guess. I don't know. It just feels like you have a direction to go, but when you're just your body and you, yeah. you don't feel like sometimes you don't feel like you're pushing yourself or mm-hmm. you don't, or you want to push yourself, you just don't because you're in pain. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm there in the background yeah. with the with like whatever. Um, I hear like I have. I also listen to motivational quotes in the morning, and a lot is to do with. Like the challenges, of course, because like how do you how do you get better mm-hmm. if you don't do something you've never done before? And uh, 
And even if you do fail, it's like, well, at least I know that I tried. Mm -hmm. And you can try again. doesn't matter. It's all up to you. Do you um, come up with the workouts yourself or are they like a mix of? Um, so like obviously from the quarantine, I've been getting like fit club workouts and then trying to trying to see if I can challenge the fit fun sit because it's not just about me too. Mm -hmm. um, and I like coming up well with workouts that have two in one. Like yeah. um, working out two muscles in one workout yeah. just because it gives you more of a advantage if you're only working out for half an hour. And if you're only working, obviously if you're only working out one muscle per interval, you're not, you could be working harder, but this way it's like we're killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great though. Um, I haven't, I don't think, well I haven't gained any weight, but I, I haven't lost that much weight either. <laughs> kind of yeah. like just maintaining what where my position was before. Yeah. Um, I feel like I lost a couple pounds. Uh, and I think it's mostly gaining the muscle because I've never seen the shape of my shoulders before. <laughs> and I, I look at myself and I'm like, oh yeah, it looks it looks good. It nice. looks great. <laughs> and I'm like, I want that. Like I want to get more, like not slim, but more like tighter, like seeing more muscle. And again, I told the fat backpacks I have a goal of trying to get a six pack and whenever that will be. Mm. It's hard because I cook everything and then <laughs> <laughs> carbs. Yeah. Carbs are the enemy, but they're you not. Actually. Yeah, you need carbs. Yeah. Yeah, when I got back on carbs, I just I felt like workouts got more easier and I was able to push myself yeah. much more. Um, I remember that one, there was one weekend where we had like McDonald's. <laughs> and then the, like the day after where I had a workout, I was like, I had so much energy and like oh, okay. our, our coach or like Tori was like, where the fuck did you get all this energy <laughs> yeah, from? Yeah, amazing. That's so good. And then I said like, wait, there's no bonus in the end of this. I told him like, can you just add a bonus here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else got so mad at me because <laughs> I had so much energy left still. So I, just, yeah. I still wanted to go more. Well, and also you have, there's like also peak where you are and then you don't want to like mm -hmm. waste it. So it's like you, are, you wanted to take advantage of that yeah. energy. And that's that's awesome because like you yeah you discover things about yourself that you're like okay well this is how my body reacts to things and then you go with it yeah like I know that if I do have car like I eating bread and and potatoes and all that stuff it what does give me energy but then at the same time I know for myself that it like stores more yeah for I sure. Eat I guess I eat too much. Yeah, you just got to know how much you have to have <laughs> <Yeah>. and everything. <laughs> I do hold myself back when yeah. when I need to. Yeah, I see that because <laughs> like when we are and I really get impressed when you're like, oh, I'm going to add these the some spinach to this because <laughs> I just need to feel some sort of healthy. Yeah, it needs to add some more balance. All <laughs> yeah. about balance, really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was on the phone with Aaron, Aaron, yeah, Aaron. He's also part of the Fit Punsit crew. Yeah. He is a huge keto dieter. And uh, he just told me recently about uh, how he fell off of keto just because, like, it was hard to maintain during quarantine. Mm -hmm. And, like, it, and a lot of people 
are saying that like quarantine has held them back but also um i wanted to offer aaron some like advice about being on keto during quarantine because like some people there's a lot of memes going out saying that oh if you're eating um it's because you're bored or um yeah like i feel like with aaron when he was trying to explain how he got off of keto he was eating mcdonald's every day because he deprived himself of mcdonald's yeah. so like even when i was talking when i was talking to you kuya about like depriving yourself you were saying that it shouldn't be that way it should be about balance yeah and you, you're a big believer in balancing out all that stuff yeah well it's because like if you give you up on something it feels like i don't know i always i always feel like you 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 you, you kind of miss it and just go back into it like hard yeah. yeah if it's not part of your lifestyle or if it's not part of your routine then you're gonna like obviously you're gonna miss it so like if you were growing up you were eating mcdonald's because um for me we got mcdonald's because we got good grades so like it was something like a reward right <laughs> or like now nowadays people are getting mcdonald's because like there's nothing uh, to cook, to eat at home or mm-hmm. you just wanted a quick fix to you know yeah so I feel like with Aaron, like maybe he was eating McDonald's because he was punishing himself for, you know, or no, he was on keto so he couldn't have the McDonald's and so he deprived himself of it. And when he finally got one taste of the McDonald's, oh, I was like, yeah, he went all out. And then I just said, you know, it's fine to have McDonald's, yeah. but then. Um, he was saying he wanted to go back on keto, and I just said Whole Foods would probably be the best mm-hmm. way to like even himself out. Yeah, and like that's what I learned was um, when you were doing that, like with the veggies. Yeah, I was on a paleo diet yeah. for a bit, and I didn't like it really. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any of those like fad diets, I feel like it doesn't last long because. No. It takes. It actually takes time to get to your goals. It's not a quick fix. No. Um, like thirty days. Like how to lose weight in thirty days? That's impossible. You yeah. can't. Like you can, but it's not something you you're gonna stay on. Yeah. Um, Usually yeah. the slow, like transformations, I find are more permanent than mm-hmm. the quick ones. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Like, yeah. I don't get at first. I was part of that scene with like, oh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this in 28 days, and then I'm gonna lose all this weight. But it's no, it's not. It's like you learn, you start to learn that uh, it takes time to yeah. lose weight healthy in oh, a healthy way. Like that's those the challenges with like Fit Club and everything. Yeah, it was with Fit Club mostly, but like even um, talking with my mom uh, at first, my mom was in that zone as well. Like she was a yo-yo dieter and she worked out at shapes but she's the most fit i've ever seen her mm-hmm. now and she's starting to gain more um, understanding about herself mm-hmm. it's not just about losing weight it's about gaining muscle and um, yeah yeah and that's what's good with those challenges though because you kind of like learn mm-hmm. what you can eat or like what's good for your body and everything and yeah. you kind of just incorporate with your everyday life after that i mean that's what i did after my finished my challenge and yeah. then I started eating better, um, but still, not, I guess not as healthy as it was during the challenge, but I could still put incorporate parts of it into my meals mm-hmm. and everything. 
Yes, it's, it's finding what works for you. And like I said, again, like a lot of um, people, when I did a, after the six-week challenge, put up that post on Women's Day um, about my transformation. And a lot of them were saying that they wanted to start working out. And I'm mm. like, you can, you can start working out. But it really depends on your goals. And it's different. Like, it's not going to, whatever I did for myself would not work for you because you have your own goals. And um, like you said, too, like you found out what worked for you. Yeah. And yeah, it should just be what you feel you're comfortable with. <laughs> I put up by transfer, not really a transformation, but like my before and after. Mm -hmm. But that before I was like from like a year and a half ago or something. Yeah, yeah. So it was a slow kind of like mm -hmm. transition. And but I, I think I lost like a majority, majority, like most of my weight way before. Yeah. So you, yeah. Today, yeah. So. I know, like, because like I remember after your goal was Philippines. Like, yeah. That was your initial goal because it was Renell and Lorena's wedding. Yeah. So you were it's like, wedding season you that wanted, year. yeah, you wanted to look awesome for Philippines, and you did. You look great, like your pants and your suit. You tried on your suit, and I was like, whoa, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like super impressed, and I guess that was one of my my inspirations when I started working out too, because like you got back from Philippines end of August or around August, yeah, yeah, and then I started. Fit Club September 3rd, I remember. It, oh. it was long weekend. I was like eating my face off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was good. It was such a, a chain reaction to see like your oh. your goals. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was just working out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, I think we, had, we also had, before you left, you were like, you should try like working out. I'm like, I don't know. It's not for me. Because like I was already eating. Like I was trying to make your meals too. Mm. And I was like, oh, this actually looks really good and it's healthy. Yeah. So yeah. So then that's what helped push me. So thanks. Nice. <laughs> thanks, no cousin. <laughs> I don't know. I find it hard to tell people to work out because it's kind of like it, it has to be a decision from yourself. Like yeah. From within. Like if someone's telling you to do it, you're not really doing it for yourself mm -hmm. yeah you're right and that's like like every time i told i try to tell Lindsay to work out it just never worked so yeah. <laughs> i just gave up on Lindsay, and then it's like she'll just decide on her own yes that's right <laughs> and it's like now she's done it yeah exactly. and she's doing it and it's crazy like even my mom will say to me she was she was the most skeptical of me like <laughs> not so, not now obviously always are though so, <laughs> like with their daughters i mean yeah it's, yeah it's I don't know what it is. It's just, maybe it's just like they they expect more from us, but they should expect more from their sons too. I, I mean, don't know. Um, I guess men are more more known to be athletic or do more active things, but I think that was just with my family because Jarrell played basketball, Josh played basketball, and then I used to dance, but then I stopped dancing. Yeah, and then it was just like cook cook and eat <laughs> and food and and like honestly when I started yeah when mom's like okay just try seven days then you'll be fine like if you don't like it then you, you have two more weeks for your 21 days to expire at the fit club at fit club yeah, yeah. and then now I'm here working on every day <laughs> so it's awesome um do you miss like dancing oh yeah all? I miss dancing a lot. I miss, I miss just performing. Yeah, me and too. And 
Um, obviously, I miss dancing with Sika and the and the people, and during that time. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a different time now. Yeah. Do you miss dancing? Uh yeah, I miss performing. Like it didn't it didn't come naturally to me as it was like it was like you and everyone else. I just kind of want to. I was hoping to learn or be better at it, but. Um, it was fun. I could do the choreography and everything, but mm-hmm. I just didn't, it, it wasn't naturally uh, my thing, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought I, I would be able to learn, but I didn't learn. <laughs> but it was it was fun, and I liked it. And the, like even performing was great. Like that adrenaline you get mm-hmm. right before the performance, especially yeah. if you're a competition. Yeah, and you're just backstage waiting. Yeah, your heart is just like pumping, and yeah. you just I yeah, don't know, it's, it's it was nervous, like... and it feels really good though. You have like a different high from yeah. it because it's because you're showing off on stage like what you can do and it's yeah that's a different feeling. Mm-hmm. That's such a good feeling too. Wow, we should get like bottle that feeling. Yeah, we <laughs> should list feelings like are awesome. And then just like write them down. It's like another what's what's another good feeling that feels like you can't. It's like it's nothing you can really compare it to. No, but. It's like when you're working out too, right? Like you you have to just feel it to feel happy. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Supersonic a bit? Yeah, sure. I, we haven't actually, I haven't actually really talked about it too much with you because I don't know where, how it originated okay. and everything. Uh, supersonic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, that's another feeling. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's not like a bad feeling that you want to go back to, but it was just like a childhood. It was a childhood um, dream, I guess, because for who? For my mom, okay, mostly because it was my seventh birthday. Filipinos celebrate seventh birthday, yeah, and it's like why? <laughs> it's not like a huge milestone, but I guess they just want to like have a reason to celebrate and gather family together. Yeah, so. After my seventh birthday, my mom, she wanted to start a dance troupe because she felt like um, she wanted to show off more of like our talents. Um, like she knew already that I wasn't good at <laughs> sports because like she could just tell. And <laughs> um, she put me in ballet before, but I guess ballet back then was too expensive. And she also wanted to include Jarrell, and Jarrell was a hit because. You want Jarrell did ballet? No, I mean like for Supersonic. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> not ballet. Jarrell was very Jarrell. Jarrell is Cambot. <laughs> but uh, I remember. He, yeah. He was really good at Supersonic. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was like the star of mostly the star of Supersonic because oh. he was so cute and so tiny, and then then he grew up. But like, yeah, just going to gigs and like learning ballroom and um did you take classes for that or did your mom teach you how did that um for my birthday it was my mom and it was uh twilight zone our first song <laughs> and it was so she was more popish and it was more like dance fads from the like the philippines and then All right. also at the mai was a big influence in my dance life because we were um doing like hip hop for her debut as well. Yeah. And oh yeah, that was like the break dancing scene era, like in the nineties, because like 
I remember wearing baggy pants and Blackstreet and you No know, Diggity and TLC mm-hmm. and all that. All that music is where I probably got all the rhythm from, because that's where I was all the time. Was at the Mai's house, yeah. And then at the Mai choreographed some some things. Yeah, for like the, a bunch of seventh birthdays for our younger cousins and everything. Yeah. Like so she was a big influence in my dance dance life too and helping me grow up how did uh like everyone else get recruited into like supersonic um it was mostly through element our elementary school oh. so um dennis judian sarah jane um jr roly brian they were all in saint edwards oh. and uh at first it Are they was just all, like all your friends yeah it was mostly jarell's friends and then um, Sarah Jane's dad, Tito Cesar, he was the a ballroom instructor. Oh. So he was the one who got us into ballroom. Oh. Yeah. That and makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And he was good at like yeah, he was good. Like he was great. Like he knew how to to teach us and how to instill in us and uh technique wise it was good and I'm glad that I went through that with them because I would not have the flavor I have right now. Without <laughs> <them>. <laughs> it's great. Like the only thing I had, it's like when I was dancing when I was younger, just like seventh birthdays and some debuts, but not many. Like I didn't go to Filipino school, so I didn't have that many debuts. Yeah. I actually didn't have any debuts for my high school, so. But we did, um, like we did, we danced for fortieth birthdays, like my dad's fortieth. Yeah, 40th. just random parties are probably like to throw, but. <laughs> but uh, that one performance we had with Janet Jackson and like Britney Spears and was, Justin Timberlake. That was too long. <laughs> it was awesome though because we that gave us an excuse to see each other all the yeah, time. Yeah, I know. That's what I missed the most like yeah. for practices just like, getting to hang out yeah. with each other. And, yeah, and it looked and it looked decent. Like it would mean like the all the sound effects made it cool, look cool. <laughs> <laughs> like the Yeah. But um, yeah, the most part, the most fun part was like hanging out with everybody. Mhm. And like seeing everybody all the time. Yeah. The best lines like, "When's next practice?" <laughs> and and then it's like, "Now we don't do that." Yeah, no one does that. Is there? Any, there's no more would be any like, uh, cotillions or anything, right? I feel like there isn't anymore because like, this era is more like, like for example, Shay. Mm-hmm. Shay d- doesn't want to debut. She wants to travel and she wants a car. Yeah. She feels like it's not not a necessary thing for her because she'd rather go to Mexico yeah. and get drunk. <laughs> What's the drinking age at Mexico? Is it 18? I, I think it's 18, but Josh, I remember going there for my brother's wedding and Josh was not 18 and he they were giving him drinks okay. because he was tall Yeah. and Shay's tall. <laughs> so. She'll be 18. Yeah, she will. Oh, I remember my debut. My my debut was long. My performance was twelve minutes. I mean, oh, that, was that was insane. Like, why? Why did I do that? <laughs> well, it's because you were known as like the dancer, mm-hmm. pretty much like in our family. <laughs> oh yeah. So it had to be. <laughs> <laughs> that went. That debut went by quick. Like I don't even remember. I don't remember either. So supersonic was the that that part of my life that two nineteen ninety thousand and then two thousand was like 
Britney Spears and that era with the concerts. So when Super like did, did it just stop or something or like was there? Yeah. Uh, well, what happened was we were supposed to all go to Disneyland. That was the end game. Oh. But then. Like perform at Disneyland. No, just go oh, as because <laughs> cool. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that would have been a better idea. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Um, but it was mostly just for us to like have a reward for doing all those performances because it wasn't yeah. always all good. It was just like, oh, we're so tired. Yeah. Like we would have like performances every weekend, and we would still have to like you know practice. Yeah. So. Did yeah. you do competitions? Um, I don't think so. We did like charity events, like oh, okay. for PBS, and oh, PBS, hates <laughs> PBS. What? Oh yeah, PBS, hates PBS. <laughs> um, but that was it basically, and but it was like another chapter closed. <laughs> it was yeah. just everyone got old and yeah started to move on. Yeah. And your mom didn't want to like continue with any like younger generation, like. Um no, because then once. She also had her other side business associated with Supersonic Dancers. It was, it was called Supersonic. And then um, my uncle, he used to live with us, Tifaton. Yeah. He was a DJ, and then my mom would decorate parties. So once that was over, we were basically done because okay. we didn't have any more clients after yeah. that. That makes sense. Uh, for for Seagat, like how many competitions have you done with them? Oh man, that's so long ago. <laughs> Twenty, it's twenty twenty now. Was this mostly local competition? Yeah, it was mo- mostly local like ones. The beatdown. Oh wait, no, wait, was, I did beat one beatdown. Beatdown was, beat was a new, like not a new one, but it's one of the newer ones when you were so. It was because I fell off Seacut for a bit. Yeah. Because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my career, and I, I, and my, uh, that was a time where my mom was like, "You need to focus on your future and can't dance right now because." Like, it's not going to be something that you can make money off of. Yeah, that's usually what the case is, though, for most parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I, th- I was in. Like, if you know me, I, like, immerse myself in something if I really love it. Mm-hmm. And, like, dance was, like, a huge part of my life before because it was my way of, like, escaping and feeling something um without having another person there you know it's yeah. like you can even just dance in your room and you're like in it yeah yeah so so I, when that happened i had to like stop because i had to figure out what i want to do to make money <laughs> <laughs> and then i i guess i turned to food a lot because like i did eat a lot and wanted to like make things look pretty and taste good yeah but they always do but yeah Sika I only did one beat down because then I moved to Toronto that's when I oh yeah that's when I went to chef school yeah because I stayed there after was it or was it before were there other competitions in in Winnipeg Mm. didn't Sika hold some stuff too or was it it mostly just showcases I think Sika did one competition i forgot what it was called and then after unite had some yeah what did what was unite called again i, I thought they were the beat down or oh, no, is it not them the beat oh beat down is in toronto yeah beat Shoot. Down oh, toronto. okay man. oh in the zone is what in I'm the thinking. zone yes that's the one because the remember they went up to 10 years unite yeah yeah so that's what it was yeah and she got one on like most of them yeah 
But the judges were the ones that I was most excited about. So, like, Mike Fowl coming here and Pat Cruz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... Those were the days. For, uh, for, uh, all the competitions I did with Seacat, I pretty much, like, lost all of them. Oh, you lost them. <laughs> so, I feel like, like I was, like, the, the bad luck or, like, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was... It would just be, like... It's a team effort. Like, yeah. it shouldn't be just, like, because you, like, you thought you were the one. No. Who, like, I mean, when I watch it, it's like, I'm doing just as fine as everyone yeah. else. I don't think it's me. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, like, it felt, I didn't get that nice win moment with. Yeah. With oh, yeah. I got one at, um, in the zone. Um, but I was barely in that one, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Gerald said, would say the same thing. <laughs> I don't remember winning too, so <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just it w- they were at a different time because mm-hmm. then they started getting new dancers too, and then um, I guess there's more things that they could do or like they w- advanced, like because yeah. then even like when you watched um, Gen Two or oh no, Gen Two is dead, but like. Um, Marielle and Keone with their groups they had more of like a storytelling and that that was the era yeah. too like that's what the dancing was about was telling a story yeah. and then they delved into it Sika delved into that and we unfortunately missed that part mm-hmm. so I think it was just timing but I know we're awesome dancers <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you travel with at all other than the beatdown at Toronto <laughs> um that was I think that was the only time because I wanted to go to uh the Vancouver one yeah. artist emerged oh that's Edmonton eight. oh Edmonton yeah. okay I think yeah so what was what was the Vancouver one um I forget were you still with us in that one uh it was for that's a big one hip-hop internationals I think Okay, yeah, I, I didn't get to go to that one. I remember wanting to go to that one, but I couldn't go because we didn't have enough. Like, we ha- all had to drive there, right? Because we were supposed to fly. Oh, no, but we flew for that one. Oh, did it? It could be a different one then. It, it, could, it was in that same west area. Because, mm-hmm. like, um, I couldn't get time off work. Oh, that's why. Oh, the Edmonton, Artist Merge. Yeah. I, I think that one we drove where we took a bus, I believe. I wish we had like um, a thing in Black Mirror. They are able to rewind their memories and then actually see it on TV. It's so cool. Like oh, yeah. any memories. It's because like I feel like I remember bits and parts of that my dance career, but I had to like focus on something yeah, else. Yeah, so. a long time ago. Yeah, dance was more of just a was like a filler in my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I did that instead mm-hmm. you did good you were dancing mm-hmm. everyone was like, like during that time too like you were able to establish camaraderie with those people yep like chris john pj i miss them <laughs> family isn't that what you guys were or something call yourself Fam- family yeah i yeah. don't know the family. <laughs> karina i miss karina have you talked to any of them recently um well karina is supposed to have her wedding in september and we saw them and we saw chris john pj at activate oh right right so 
We were supposed to reunite, but quarantine happened. Like for the bachelorette? Or no, that's not no. so... Um, no, like, I mean, Chris wanted to do like a barbecue or something or oh. have dinner. And then... That sucks. Um, and then we saw them at Vanessa's birthday. Oh, yeah, you weren't there. No, I was, I was out of town. Um, let's talk about... Cabeza a little bit, Cabeza okay. catering. Um, so what are you doing with that? <laughs> um, well, how was the Easter? How did the Easter thing go? Um, Easter 2020 yeah. is one of the best Easters <laughs> I've ever experienced in my life, um, considering the situation. Yeah. Like, um, what it was, what I was trying planning with Cabeza was to do, like, initially do a clean and dirty so it was like clean food versus dirty food and how you can transform it because i wanted more healthier living style and then lynn so like from those posts lynn uh, Lori lynn cadiz owner or co-owner of save our souls is a non-profit organization that uh collects shoes uh from like collects shoes that are donated and they send them to third world countries that don't have shoes. So she reached out to me wanting to do like this epic thing during the quarantine because of how low everyone was feeling and like um, how she wanted to to do something good, yeah. basically. And so within that um, weekend or that week, actually she's like let's do something i need you to cook and then i was like i'll send it out and i was like okay like give me a day to think about what we should do and then i thought of easter because i actually did wanted to do an easter dinner but i'm like why not why not share it with people who don't have time to cook yeah and then um lynn was so like supportive and she just like she felt like she dragged me into this but really she like gave birth to something <laughs> which is the, was the whole theme of like what i wanted what we wanted to establish was to like reborn everyone and give like um like faith in our community because during this time too like we just didn't know what when this was going to end. Yeah. And at least we felt like we had a purpose of instilling like um, gratitude in people or just appreciation too because um, yeah, like it was it was such a um, how can I say it? It was like not just a fulfilling experience, but it was just the timing was so good that like people were so appreciative and you can kind of see how like people did need like some sort of gratification yeah yeah for sure so like yeah it was so good <laughs> <laughs> and after that did you do anything after easter or was it just more just like small so like with after Easter, I don't know what could have topped that because um, it was it was just like I even needed like a, a day or two to recover from like the high I yeah. got. It was like 
it was something like you can't like you would have to like figure out again. Yeah. It's another feeling you collect. Yeah. It's like what I, I was saying before about dancing. It's like you escape and you feel yourself and you feel like the movement and <laughs> how good the music is and how you can connect to that, to something like that. But then like giving or like, uh, or, like going back to it, just I get such a, I like cry again because <laughs> it's such a good feeling. Like I miss it. But even Lynn was telling me that those kind of things, like, they come once in a blue moon because yeah. it's not fair to the, all the other moments you'll receive in your life. Mm. And she taught me that. And she taught me, like, that I shouldn't wish to feel it again because that's, that should be that, per, that moment's moment. Yeah. So each, at each moment is just, it's like you have to let it, you have to let it go with, the appreciation because yeah. you can't chase it. Yeah. It's not. It's nothing. Something you should like chase. It should be treasured and then remembered for what it is. Mm. So now, um, after the Easter thing, I think I like. I've obviously still want to help people. Still want to educate people because that's who I I want to be. And um, I came up with the pineapple but butter coconut thing mm. because of the abundance of donations that we got yeah so that so <laughs> yeah they, that came about with uh from ravi the owner of Cora's <laughs> on saint james um he this guy he loves pineapple like he used to work with me at moxie's and he would put pineapple on anything it was like his his Franks. I don't know why. <laughs> Coros doesn't have many pineapples in their dishes, though, do they? Um, they do have fruit platters because oh, they've had their brunches with, like, their breakfast. They would have, like, the pineapples cut Oh, I don't, I don't remember pineapples being in their meals, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and, like, they would have smoothies, I guess. But, like, yeah. he would put pineapples. I don't know. Maybe he just ordered them because he needed <laughs> pineapples in his life. Um, so we got pineapples, and um, I was trying to think of pineapple buns. Because we had eggs too, and we had flour. But when I read about pineapple ones, traditionally are from the Chinese. Yeah. They like it was called pineapple buns because they did a crosshatch uh, pattern on top of their dough. <laughs> so oh. that's why it was called pineapple. Oh. They didn't really have custard in them, but they I guess people were like, "Where's the pineapple in it?" Wow. So they just stuffed it like they would for a custard bun. Oh. Um, but to to make it clean, which was my intention, was to like uh, turn it into like a jam with coconut butter because butter like butter cream like butter made from cream is fat fatty, mm -hmm. and I wanted to turn that fat healthy. So one of the healthier fats that I thought of was coconut. So I reduced the coconut, put it with the pineapple together. And it turned into this amazing, <laughs> amazing jam butter that was, I can't, I can't describe either. It's another few. <laughs> and, um, and I was running low on like regular flour and I decided that, well, gluten these days is such a common allergy or it just, people just can't tolerate it. Yeah. So I came up with a good gluten-free biscuit. So Bread and butter was mm -hmm. like a, is such a common or classic 
pairing. Yeah. And that's what I that's how I came up with. That was my thought process. Nice. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> so now with Cabeza, I feel like I'm just still still learning, still growing, but today I I had a craving for Cubanos because I was inspired by the chef movie with John Favreau <laughs> and Roy Choi. And it just, again, the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those sandwiches were so good. Right. <laughs> right, though? Like, I really I like mean, sandwiches very good. <laughs> like, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, whenever Kuya's home, or like, well, obviously he's home all the time. Yeah. But like, <laughs> there's times where I'm like, oh, I need to talk Kuya something. Or... Oh, I wish he was awake right now. I want him to try this. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's like number one taste tester. Mm. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a great job. <laughs> <laughs> My food critic. <laughs> um, any like plans for Cabeza in the future? Well, my future and goal for Cabeza is to have a, have it a standing cafe because I want to honor my Lolo, who is who did pass. But the rest, the cabeza actually came from Lolo. Yeah. Lolo's name. That's my Lolo's name. In English, it's <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> but I also found the origin of cabeza recently. What do you mean? Like the origin of cabeza's name is Spanish. Okay. And it means head. Oh. Like to be in charge of. Oh. So that's me. Yeah. That totally <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. So, and uh, that's just how it worked out. Like. I mean, I, I like such a big believer in like signs and symbols and things happening for a reason. And and when I feel like when I put cabeza to associated cabeza to um, what I wanted my platform to be, I I just had a great feeling about it because mm. it's named after my grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Our grandpa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ours. Um, yeah. Lolo. This one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you got any qualities from Apo Cabeza? Yes. I feel like um, Lolo, like, because Lolo was, my mom always had stories about Lolo mm -hmm. and how he strived to, like, always bring bring people here mm -hmm. or bring his, the family here. So the one thing I remember from him was when we were all at Victor and he was reading my palms. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he was reading my palms. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I see that you're going to be magastos, <laughs> but you're going to make awesome food. I'm wow. like, whoa, really? <laughs> I'm like, did I become, like, this was, I remember eight years, like when I was eight years old. And then, yeah, he was just reading it because he was saying, like, you're going to spend a lot of money. Because <laughs> I remember asking him, what does gastos mean? Gastador. <laughs> he's like, oh, it means you're going to spend lots of money. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but he's like, but you're going to make something good. You make, you're going to make something good. Nice. So that's where it came from, I guess. That's, that's deep in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, I think Lolo, he always, he would always walk me everywhere like he, my mom said when i was little he would walk from our, our house in north kildonan off henderson all the way to downtown oh to God. victor 
And I was like, what? That's no, like, you had to yeah. take a bus. I'm pretty no. sure you took the he bus. Walked. So he walked. He walked because I walked it. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> I did. And I, I was like, first I was like, okay, I'm going to rollerblade. I'm like, nah, I can't rollerblade. <laughs> My thighs are done. Like, yeah. I was so, and I'm like, I can't believe Lolo did this, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and yeah, so I guess like in it for the long run. Yeah. So I got it from, I feel like that's what I got from Lolo. How about for you? Because uh, I don't have that much memories with, with, with Lolo Cabeza. Like, I didn't live with him, or, and I don't think I saw him as much as I mm -hmm. should have. Um, but my dad always said, because he was a carpenter, like with uh, Apo Cabeza, I used to be good with, like, with wood and everything. Make, mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. Make it, and then I think I got that kind of quality the of building. Always good, like, building stuff and everything. Yeah. I'm yeah, tools and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got that. And also I'm particular about things. So I'm pretty sure that's probably from him too. Yeah. <laughs> like how about Lola Julie? Lola Julie is probably like, how about me? Uh, <laughs> right? uh, probably in heaven being like, okay, my turn. <laughs> I don't know. She's... I don't know. I just remember her being her and just being with her. <laughs> yeah, because like Lola was... Lola lived with you last yeah before she went to philippines right yeah so yeah so you got most of like you i feel like when you were with lola, living with lola and like the price is right and you just knew <laughs> all her habits so like what was the last thing you remember lola told you before she left, went to philippines i don't remember just I feel like when she was leaving to go to Philippines, like she kind of knew that that was her final time. Like for some reason, it felt like a goodbye when mm -hmm. I said bye to her. And mm -hmm. I just, I, I don't know, I just the feeling she gave off and yeah. she was just saying, um, actually, did she, I think she did say like, like goodbye and everything. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, no, Lord, you'll be back. Don't worry about yeah. it. And then, I don't know. And when it happened, it was just yeah. super sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lola. <laughs> she's so funny though she is she'd always be like where's your when I was dating Rendell she was like where is he he's cheating on you just wake <laughs> up with him already <laughs> so I guess like us being more um, wary or like just having our guard up Lola taught us that yeah always and she always wants to like if she has to go somewhere you have to bring her yeah you have to yeah. <laughs> or she'll be like throw a fit like, yeah. not fit but like she'll be like give you the silent treatment just go in her room and like close the door <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know uh, like i remember in even in philippines uh when we visited before she was like okay we're going here and we're gonna go here or she's like oh no just stay with me just stay with me in my room because i don't have anyone with me uh -huh. so like yeah. She always wanted to be with you. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But I'm like, whenever she would put us to sleep, now I remember when she would feed us and Victor, <laughs> and it was me, Jarrell, Adrian, and we would be in a line <laughs> to eat. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's how we just did it. <laughs> like, we're in school. You know, when you're in school and yeah. then they're checking attendance, yeah. Lola would just be like, okay, everyone has to finish this. And it was... Rice, ketchup, and egg. <laughs> and Lola, she's like, all of you have to finish this. And then we, we had to. So we all went in a line to finish the food. And it was like a pile of food. And we're like, no wonder we're fat. <coughs> yeah, she fed us a lot. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lola. <laughs> yeah, actually, her one of her dishes. Oh, I did a pop up in July, and one of my dishes was inspired by her. Okay. It was the banana pudding one, because with the soy caramel, because she loved feeding us rice, banana, and toyo. <laughs> or toyo is soy sauce. <laughs> so I turned it into a dessert. Did you no. guys, when she was living with you too, did you guys hide like all the toyo and the salt and everything from her? Um, I don't. At the time, I think mom, me and mom were eating, trying to eat healthy, so we didn't okay. really have it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think we had it. Like, maybe that's why she didn't want to stay with us, because <laughs> we were also never home. So we hid. I don't. Well, I think we hid it. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. It's hard. It's like, yeah, it's like one of those things again. Like yeah. when you go back to trying to balance, like Lola just knew that she just, <laughs> she knew that she had a health problem. Yeah. Yet she didn't care because she wanted her food to taste good. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why, <laughs> like, I guess that's what I want to achieve with Cabeza is like make good food that's good for you mm. and like, but not bad for your health. Is um? Do you find it more expensive when you make healthier food, or the same? I think it's the same. It's really about um, it's it's about ingredients. Like yeah. today, let's let's do the cubana for example. Like you were commenting on how long it took to make because you have to roast the pork and you have to um, cook everything and slice everything, and it's just time consuming. But in reality, if I had everything, if I knew what all the components were and I wasn't trying to post it, um, it would have been faster. <laughs> and I think it's just really about your ingredients. So like in terms of um, you trying to eat healthy being and then comparing it to or associating it with being more expensive, it's, it is a little costly, mm -hmm. but it's really about how you can stretch it out. Because, like, I remember when we were doing, when we did the clean, when I was doing the clean eating for post for Cabeza, I didn't go out for two weeks because I had all the stuff that I needed that was clean. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you see, like, the price tag first when it's like, oh, my gosh, it's so expensive for this much only. Mm -hmm. But also, like, we, it's just us two living here. So, like, um... Yeah, like, I guess it's cheaper for us, but, like, as a family, I guess it would be a different story. I'd have to look into that, too. Mm. I, I figured we should ask, like, a question if we ever have, like, a guest over or something. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'll ask you a question, like, a, you know those questions we have at the end? Okay. Mm -hmm. My question is, if you were a video game character, what would you be and what would your name be? Okay. If I was a video game character... What would I be? Yeah, and what, and, would, and what would you be called? What would I be called? Ha! Huh. Okay. First thing that I think of is I want to be relatable to Asuna. <laughs> Asuna from SAO. So, I would probably be like a battle character. Like, um, yeah, and I have to have a sword. Okay. Um, so what type of character would that be? Would that, it wouldn't just be anime. Like, I just want to be able to wield a sword. Female type warrior. Yeah, okay. Swordsman. Warrior. Yeah. yeah. So, warrior, swordswoman. 
<laughs> um, with cooking skills. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much astronaut too. She was, she was good cook in oh, really? the game. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. <laughs> All I remember is that she was so badass. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I am Asuna, <laughs> but she's way cuter. Um, I feel like I'd be like a Heath. <laughs> My name would be like a Heath. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my brain. <laughs> okay, no, that's still, not it though. Okay. That's not my final answer. <laughs> so you're still a girl though, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know the female version of Heath. <laughs> Heath. <laughs> Yeah, that determines it. Jeez. Okay. Right. So um, <laughs> that's me. Mine. I'll answer it too. Okay. Mine would be. Mine would be like a knight, um, with like you know those face masks on and everything, okay. because um, I mumble a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mumble. So now then I'll take it off. I'm like, why are you still mumbling? <laughs> Actually, I don't know what my name would be though. Oh no, um, Sir Mumbleton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awesome! <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's pretty much it. Should we just close it? Mm-hmm. So you have like a sign off. I don't know. Okay, say you like Aaron <laughs> <laughs> from the office. Did you watch that one episode when she was like being a sign off when she was being a news anchor? Oh no, I know. Oh, I I, maybe I fell asleep during yeah. that time. I'm gonna watch it today then. <laughs> um. Okay. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Good enough. Okay. Cool.